0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to the Kansas City Royals edition of MLB.com Extras. Matt Weymeyer on the phone with Royals reporter Jeffrey Flanagan as we speak here on Monday, December 14th, the winter meetings. In the rearview mirror, as is the Rule 5 draft, and Jeffrey, the uh, the reigning champs didn't do a whole heck of a lot actually at the winter meetings. Uh, What do you assess uh, what they accomplished – Down in Nashville, I know they they try to kind of lay the groundwork for deals that they're going to make. How do you assess what they did down there in Tennessee?
1: Well, I think they they probably knocked off about half of their wish list. Uh, They wanted to get at least two starting pitchers. They got one with the return of Chris Young, you mentioned, Um, and they wanted to have some bullpen help. Um, They got that, obviously, with Joaquin Soria. Um, They're still looking for a corner outfielder and and, uh, obviously another starting pitcher, so and, you know, they do a lot of research. They they send out a lot of fielders. They've been connected to, you know, numerous outfielders out there, either by trade or by free agents. So you do lay a lot of the groundwork. You do a lot of research. You get all that information together. And um, like they did last year, they, they, they did a lot of that, too, at the, at the winter meeting to make a lot of signs. But then in the weeks following, it just kind of boom, 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 boom. they they made several moves. So
0: wouldn't be surprised if that happens again. I know that there are certain teams that when they head down to Nashville, whether it's because they had a down year in twenty fifteen or perhaps because of some other circumstances that they feel kind of compelled to make a big splash and make big headlines and, and get those big free agents or make those big time trades. Given the position that the Royals are in, they're the world champs. They don't have a lot of, you know, real pressing needs. Was there more of a I don't know, a relaxed approach uh, for Dayton more because of their position where they didn't feel compelled to really have to shake things up and do something drastic
1: yeah that, that's never really been their style anyway to make a big big splash there you know that a few years ago they did make the James Shields trade but um you know the core of this team is still intact you know your your Lorenzo Keynes, Eric Hosmer's Moose Sal Perez Escobar Wade Davis you know Volquez Richard you know the they're they're primed to go back and compete again for another World Series, and and you do that with the core of your team. So they didn't have to go down there. Uh, they didn't have a huge huge wish list, but you know they've got a few holes to fill. They kind of sprinkle in with those guys, and uh, they're expecting uh, the their existing players to get better uh, next year, and and uh, with with a few key additions. Um, they fully believe they'll be back uh, competing for another World Series championship next year.
0: Yeah, no reason to think that they won't be in 2016, certainly, as they try to go uh, back-to-back and return to the Fall Classic for the third straight year. That would be quite an accomplishment. We'll see what the future holds. Uh, Jeffrey, you brought up uh, two names on the pitching staff that the team uh, brought in. One, Chris Young, they they retained. And then Joaquin Soria, who spent the first five years of his career in Kansas City, a two-time All-Star. Want to get your thoughts on them as far as Chris Young uh, kind of an unexpected season in a, in 2015, had the injury issues. He's a, a little bit on the older side, but the numbers were there. He was the winning pitcher in game one of the World Series, the three hitless innings and extra innings. Uh, with Johnny Cueto departing, in all likelihood, uh, was it more of a priority to retain a guy like Chris Young to fortify that rotation?
1: Absolutely, and he's a, he's one of those high-character guys that, that Dayton always covets. Um and, and Joaquin Sorry was another guy uh, that he knows very well. He got his start here in Kansas City as a Rule Five guy in 2007. Uh, had 160 saves here, and uh, you know they, they talk often about not necessarily going out and getting the best players, but just getting the right players. And I think you saw that with those two signings. Those two guys are, are great clubhouse guys. Um, they, uh, Dayton has described Chris Young as the MVP of the staff last year, and kind of hard to argue. I don't, I'm not sure they won the World Series without what Chris Young was able to do uh, in that World Series with, with a great start, uh, that great relief outing. Uh, he had some other terrific outings in the postseason, and uh, very likely the MVP of the staff all year, too. He went from being a reliever to a starter to a reliever to a starter, and uh, every role he was in, he, he performed uh, magnificently. So uh, that was a high priority for them in the off-season to get him back and uh, the story of signing was a little bit of a surprise just because the money was up there at three years and $25 million, but but um, they, they had some holes to fill in the bullpen with Ryan Matson leaving the free agency and Greg Holland not coming back because of Tommy John surgery, and, and they have a high priority on, on having an elite bullpen, and it looks like they'll have another one next year.
0: Yeah, it's been a good offseason for a guy named Chris Young, the pitcher, re-signs with the Royals. Yeah. You gave the <laughs> the money, three years, $25 million. The other Chris Young, Uh, signs on with the Red Sox. Uh, Hopefully he can dent the monster as a fourth outfielder in Boston. So, like I said, a good, good winter to be named uh, Chris Young on a couple different fronts. Uh, Jeffrey, you touched on uh, Joaquin Soria, again, uh, coming home to Kansas City, if you will. He was uh, terrific for them in the first five years of uh, his career. Uh, Like I said, a two-time All-Star. The pitcher he is now compared to the pitcher he was then in his first stint with Kansas City, uh, what are the differences, if any, at all?
1: I'm not sure there is. As a matter of fact, you know, I was talking to Ned Yost about that at the winter meetings, and he really thought that uh, when he saw, when we saw Soria last year with the Tigers, that he might have been a better pitcher last year than he was earlier in his career. Um, you know, the velocity is about the same. You know, his cutter's still the same. You don't see a lot of difference. He's just kind of an older, wiser guy, um, and it's hard to improve on what he did in Kansas City. Look, I mean, he had 160 saves in five years, and uh, but they. They, they've got a guy they feel uh, is going to be an eighth-inning guy. Uh, he'll be part of that rotation with Ochaver and Herrera setting up Wade Davis. And then, you know, there'll be times during the season when, you know, you're going to have to sit your closer for a while and look who you got to back him up. So, um, like I said before, that it's a, it's a high priority for them to have an, have a shutdown bullpen, and it sure looks like they're going to have another one.
0: Yeah, it sure does. Uh, You know, losing uh, or letting Greg Holland go was tough. Uh, He'll have to undergo Tommy John surgery. The team non-tendered him. But, again, you still got Wade Davis, Kelvin Herrera, now Joaquin Soria. It could be, like you said, another lights-out bullpen for the Royals in uh, 2016 as they defend their World Series title. Uh, Jeffrey, just to wrap up uh, this portion, when you look at what the Royals have done so far, in the offseason, uh, with regards to what they needed to do, needs they uh, had to fill, and things they needed to address, how would you assess their winter so far here in mid December?
1: I think they've got, uh, they're, they're on pace to what they normally do. Um, they tend to view the offseason as, you know, starting after the World Series and not ending until opening day. Uh, they've made a couple of big moves last year during spring training, and I expect they will do so again. Um, they, just, they just kind of, they kind of grind it up. They never quit. Uh, you know, a lot of other teams try to win the offseason uh, during that four days in the winter meetings, and that's just not who they are. They they just kind of keep making moves and keep plugging along. And so, you know, I, I would say right now they're they're just on pace, and they've got some more moves to do, and, and I'm sure they'll get it done.
0: Great stuff, as always, from Royals reporter Jeffrey Flanagan. This is Matt Weymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals.